usually there's a moment I've noticed in almost every anime where I, I'd have like a, what are we doing here? And I think this was the moment. Because <laughs> Soul Girl just transformed. And then she's on top of some like butterfly tower shooting thousands of fucking conjured guns at cute little like um, cotton balls. scissor wielding cotton ball monsters. <laughs> I mean, it's the witch, uh-huh. dude. Gotta kill the witch. <laughs> yeah, which part do you not understand? Hey, Anthony. Would you guys hey, like to become podcasters? I guess. Why? Yeah, man. That sounds fun. Cool. I'm going to need you to sign a contract, though. Ah. ah. Do I get one wish, though? Because I would know what I wish for. Yeah, you get one I wish. one wish. You uh, get one wish, and then you turn into a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it a successful one? Because you didn't. <laughs> you didn't Any wish you want, and don't don't worry, nothing will go wrong. Oh, okay. I mean, nothing is going to go wrong. No, everything will be fine. I'm just saying, podcast for life is, uh, looks pretty nice to me. Just saying, you guys. Also, just don't saying. worry about the manifestation of your soul getting darker. That's fine, too. <laughs> I don't think pay, that's part don't of pay podcasting. Any heed to that. I don't think that's part of podcasting ta- contract right there. Oh, it's part of podcasting. Uh, <laughs> What's your wish? What are you doing? Oh, um, you said I, you had one. It's probably just a bunch of money. Like, just a bunch of money, like a butt toads. Buttloads. Okay, great. You will receive one buttload of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's but all size to be determined at a future date. I'm just saying, um, having a bunch of money and like living a good life and you're like, well, I guess I have to go kill witches once in a while. Doesn't sound that bad to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see, I, again, I don't see how any of it can go wrong. No. I'm just saying, uh, well, I don't have to walk a fucking... Uh, 12-hour job every fucking day of my life. Instead, I get to hunt witches for two or three hours a day. Doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Do they get money? No, uh, but like my no. wish is for a buttload of money, Anthony. Well, I guess if you're a magic person. I don't, well, I don't hold know on. Where does, mommy get her, where, where does mommy get her money? That's what I'm saying. Actually, you know what? I bet what happens. I bet she just made her apartment. Uh, Maybe. I, I I feel like that might be get addressed. I truly don't remember. I don't remember. What anyway, if you haven't figured it out. This is a podcast about anime. I'm your host, Chris Bailey. I'm Salvador, also known as Monkey. And I am Anthony Vaught. And we are talking about 2011's Puella Magi Madoka Magica, which basically means Magical Girl Madoka, conceived as an original anime by Akayuki Shinbo and primarily written by Gen Orobuchi, who is also responsible for Psychopaths and Fate Zero, if you know what that one is, but I feel like it's a name I've seen. You know Fate Zero. I feel like I've seen the name. I don't know. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Psychopaths uh, might be one of those ones we might cover you guys. Just heads up. Just a heads up. First season here is good. Yep. Which we're only going to be seeing the fourth season. Because six seasons, not good. Um, speaking of, let's <laughs> talk quickly about our relationships with oh actually no i'm sorry uh i do this every time we start a new one because there's so much to get through at the front uh how about our anime minutes 
I I got uh, nothing going on because I've been doing... I'm so behind on everything, and I'm instead getting further behind by watching mediocre shows on Netflix. So instead, (laughs) uh, a trailer or teaser, I guess, for the live-action Cowboy Bebop dropped, I think, today. And I made you guys watch it because I wanted to talk about it. Um, sounded like you guys were enjoying it more than I had anticipated. I'm I'm having fun with it. The only problem I have is face character. She seems more, I don't know, like in the show, she's more noir, if you get what I'm saying. And this mm-hmm. one, she's more like, I guess having fun. It's weird. I don't know what to like. I don't know. And mm, it's weird because, huh. Okay. Uh, so real <laughs> quick, I I think the uh, I think the editing is really slick. I think it's oh my a gosh, cool, it's so good, cool cheeser that way. I think the acting is bad, like really bad. Uh, aside from the end banter where they're talking about shooting the guy in the face, that very very end where Jet and Spike are arguing about who shot the guy in the face, and Faye is just like gargling. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Everything else is like, oh no, if this is the whole show, uh oh. I think it might be the host show. I I don't know what's going to happen, but I already know. I can just tell by, like, every time something gets brought up, I'm just going to play devil's uh, advocate for, like, the show being good. Listen, man, someone needs to hold on to hope. Yep, I think think I'm already there, and there's not even a fucking episode out yet. I'm going to watch it. Less than one month away, though, right? November 17th, I believe. Uh, 17th or 19th, yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh yeah maybe maybe we'll uh, record a little special something for just a, a quick in, if we all watch the whole thing we'll just uh come and talk about in a broad view for like an hour or two and maybe slap that somewhere that might or might not be behind a paywall. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> WallStreetJournal.com. Um, anyway, anyone else yeah. got an anime minute? Uh, Sal, the new season Taskmaster is really fucking good. Watch you guys. Um. Although it's kind of hard in the American states, you gotta watch it legally. It kind of sucks. I mean, everybody has VPNs. VPNs aren't illegal, are they? I don't I think don't so. Think so. But I did watch an anime, you guys. I watched Odd Taxi, the first episode, because that's how I could only watch was the first episode. And time wise, or like yeah, like just time wise. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's gotten to the point. It's getting harder and harder for me to watch anime. I don't know why. It's just like, it feels like I don't have time for it, but I can put in some garbage on TV and watch that. I'm like, why am I watching this garbage? I could watch anime. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? But um, I did watch yeah, the full- feeling is very, uh, very noted. Yeah. Uh, I did watch uh, the first episode of Our Taxi, and I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. It's like, a, it's just about this taxi driver and there's like a mystery behind it. It's just, it's all good. Like, I'll, the first episode hooked me in. I can't wait to get through this, um, get through the series. And I don't know how long it is. I don't know if it's 12 episodes or 24 episodes, but I'm looking forward to watch this. I'm just going to go ahead and say right now that if this were an American show, this Walrus would be voiced by John Benjamin and I'm in. Yeah, uh, I think that's on my anime, man. I don't really have anything else going on. Read another chapter of Berserk yesterday. Oh, did I say, did I mention, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the last one. I did look it up and you are not at the Golden Age yet. I don't think so. You're approaching. Because um, I think, yeah, I, I specifically know what's going on now. Uh, I tried to read two, but fucking, it's, it's I, I don't want to talk about, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I got one down. Uh, for those who are curious, uh, I forgot the chapter title again. But uh, minor spoilers, I'm assuming maybe. 
uh, guts and you can spoil the first guy. five chapters of Berserk. <laughs> yeah, right. They are in a town. They meet some counts like a uh, person who's like arm or legless or whatever, and he's trying to get revenge on his uh, people of his family who was killed in front of him. Uh, the count is like some got some like caterpillar shit coming out of his mouth. It's really really gruesome looking, and uh, him and guts have a fight. But the thing, but he's inside like some night. It was a little confusing. Yeah, it's, it's still at the very beginning. Uh, Owen just posted on chat. I think the chapter is. Guardians, Guardians of, of Desire. desire. Yeah. Yep, that sounds right. <clears throat> yeah, and right after that, you get into the Golden Age. Oh, so literally after. Okay, yeah. Because I previewed the next chapter, and there's a girl that was introduced, and I think the uh, the uh, is it a are they calling the the fairy a fae or an elf? He uh, Puck, I believe, is an elf. Elf. Okay. Yeah. So I remember the like the the beginning couple slides or not slides <laughs> show uh, <clears throat> pages where like him being in a cage. So. Mm-hmm. Random question. Have you discussed what they're doing with Berserk Orange? Uh, I haven't heard anything new, and I was literally just sitting here thinking about how bad I want to get back into Berserk and how much it's going to pain me, how much it would pain me to do that knowing it will never end. Uh, so I really hope they do something because I really want to read Berserk. Is that all for the anime minute, Anthony? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. I don't think I did anything else. All right. Still slowly trucking in on uh, Always Sunny. Mm. Oh, I finally hit the uh, the uh, the gang gets a boat episode. <laughs> I got to watch that in real time. So good, my favorite. It's such a great moment. episode. <laughs> the implication scene. Look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen it. It's so fucking good. Some of the finest all acting the implication of, of all time. True. So fucking good. I finally got to watch that like as an episode, and even it like that episode's actually like better. It was really good. It just uh, that was such a great too. episode. <laughs> Dethrowing all the shit out the boat and Charlie bringing it back on. <laughs> like, look at all these <laughs> treasures I found down there. Charlie, but throw that out the boat. Why would you throw that out the boat? Um, but Madoka, let's quickly go over any previous relationship we have with the show. Um, I watched it back in 2011 while it was airing, I believe. Um, I don't think I got in at the beginning, but I think I still did a week to week. Or either that or I watched it shortly after it ended and people were like, you gotta fucking watch Madoka. Um, which I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, do not, <laughs> no matter how much you like or hate Madoka, do not look up discourse on Madoka. It is like one of the most, whether people like it or hate it, it it's like so fucking infuriating to read people talking about Madoka because so many of them are so like aggressive in their opinion of it and it's just there's like no nuanced opinions like everyone feels like they're missing the point it's it's <laughs> but you haven't thought about this it it was such a zeitgeisty show that everyone feels like they have to give their opinion on it in like the most obnoxious way possible so just aside from this podcast which please listen to <laughs> stay away from discourse <laughs> on madoka also, we have to put all two cents into it, so that's fun. Yeah, and um, for I remember being aggressively disappointed by it when I first watched it. I'm curious to see if that changes. I'm definitely smarter now and understand nuance better. Uh, but Thank I'm also you. curious to see if it has the problem I kind of ran into with Evangelion and have thought a lot about since then, where you can talk about or you can present themes all you want, but 
you gotta do some of the work. You can't just go sadness, huh? What a concept. And especially <laughs> expect me to fill in all the blanks. Like sadness, huh? I'm all for doing my own interpretations and what the person gets out of it on their own, but you do some you gotta do some of the work. So I'm curious <laughs> to see if this show manages to do like enough to earn its it like the the stuff that you can pull from it. Uh anyone else? Madoka? I I do want to talk about a little bit. So I did uh when I was younger, I did watch um, Sailor Moon when I was younger. And I was just talking about this because Madoka is a basically a like flip about um, magical girl animes. I don't know if Anthony saw that or not, but I, I forget what you call it, but it's like a, a thing away from magical girl anime. And so, yeah, I was a big fan of Sailor Moon when I was young. Go Sailor Mercury. More of a tuxedo mask man. <laughs> Go tuxedo mask man. Uh, most worthless character, supposedly. Um <laughs> So yeah, when I watched Madoka, was was it wasn't probably 2011. It was whenever Netflix had it, and then they had the whole season about it. So maybe I'm gonna say maybe 2012, 2013, something like that. Yeah, I watched it and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and that's why I picked it for this podcast because I think it has some interesting things to discuss, and I would like to know about Orange's and Anthony's opinions. So um, that's why I brought this show. Up in the podcast. I played Magic Gathering one time, and uh, a mat that I had had uh, Madoka on it. <laughs> yep, that was my that's map. Get me to borrow. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. That, that's it. Um, I would just like to say that I have never seen Sailor Moon, but I think Tuxedo Masks, I think my work here is done. Yep. But <laughs> but you didn't do anything is maybe my favorite bit of animation ever made. Have you, have you watched <laughs> any Magical Girl anime, actually? I don't think think so. Do you not I feel watch like Card Capital? No. Hmm. Magical yeah. Girls is like one of those weird things that I feel like I'm intimately familiar with, but purely through osmosis. I mean, it, it's one of those things like I was a person who watched Sailor Moon when I was young, right? Like mm-hmm. I was supposed to boy I was supposed to watch the boy anime. Even though Sailor Moon did um what's it called wide that line a little bit. It's like, oh boys can watch it too because it has fight scenes. And pretty girls fighting, and it's like okay. See, you would be intimately uh, osmosed through. Uh, do you want? Do you, you want to think about this one a little more and try again? No, nope, I'm good. Okay. Nailed it in one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, all right, let's quickly run down our cast. We have Madoka Kaname, voiced by Awayuki, who does Tatsumaki from One Punch Man. My girl, right there. Suyu Asui from My Hero Academia. I haven't heard from them in a while. Futaba Sakura from Persona 5. Oh, that's just because we did Akira last week. <laughs> I, feel like we ha- I feel like we haven't heard from My Hero in a while. Mm. Uh, Futaba from Persona 5. Pascal from Near Automata. And Ren Bright from uh, the Trails games. In the English, she is Christine Marie Cabanos, who is... Azusa Nakano, a.k.a. Azunyan from K-On. Uh, Mako Mak... Jesus Christ, what was his last name? <laughs> Mako Makanshoku from Kill a Kill. And Maya Abuki from the Netflix dub of Evangelion. And I think she does like a whole bunch of other shit too. Like has, is like actually a producer and that lady's out there doing some good stuff. Uh, next we have Homura Akemi, who is done by Chiwa Saito who is a Metis in Persona 3 Fess, the only role I recognize her from. In the English, she is Christina V, who is Mio Akiyama from K-On! 
Killua from Hunter Hunter, Darkness from Konosuba, that one's for Monkey. Woo. Uh, Riven from League of Legends, and that Megumi, you. that one's for, well, it's kind of for all of us. Fuck Riven. Uh, Megumi Yakushiji from 13 Sentinels Aegis Room, that one's for me. Uh, then we have Mami Tomoe, who will be seeing the entire series for sure. Uh, is voiced by Kaori Mizuhashi, who <laughs> does, <laughs> who does, who was a Navi in uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> That's all. Uh, no, also Laharl from Disgaea, Tio Plato from the Tales series, and Roselia Milstein from the Trail series. Okay, so that's all? <laughs> I mean, listen. What more do you want from them? Uh, so I, I had this realization, I think I, just because I've been thinking about it because of Squid Game. Uh, the, as much as I talk about uh, Trails and My Hero, be glad that I don't ever mention Danganronpa. Because I'm pretty sure every single voice actor in every single anime has been in Danganronpa on both the Japanese and the dubs. Have you watched Danganronpa? Uh, I played the games. Oh, okay. I think the person who voices them in the games also tends to voice them in the anime. Oh, good. But there's a shit ton of characters <laughs> across the three games. Danganronpa, very good. Uh, very, 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 very good uh, death game series. In the English, Mommy is Kerry Kiernan, who we have already talked about as Masato. That's familiar. Yeah. For uh, in the Netflix dub, next we have Sayaka Miki, who is voiced by Eri Kitamura, whose only role I recognized is Mina Ashido from My Hero Academia. In the English, she is Sarah Ann Williams, who is <laughs> great because she is Nanan Jakazure in Kill a Kill, Puck in Berserk, Nefer Pitu in Hunter Hunter. I don't know who the fuck that is. Who the fuck is that? Wow. <laughs> Yoko Hinageshi? I wrote that name. What series? Oh, from Ride Your Wave. That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, not the main character, but... Uh, Jinx from League of Legends. That one's for me. And Jack Frost from, I think, only Persona 5, which is funny to me. Because he's just a little guy who goes like, hee-ho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hee-ho. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Cubay uh, is voiced by Emery Kato, who uh, the only role literally I recognize from her is the Japanese voice of Tracer, which that one's also for me. Fuck Blizzard, but love Tracer. In the English, Cassandra Lee Morris, who does our girl Ritsu Tainaka from K-On, uh, Morgana from Persona 5, fuck him, both Nami and Yumi from League of Legends. Uh, Heard of the game? <laughs> Fee Clausel and Elfin Reese Arner from the Trail series, and Tomi Kisaragi from 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Our final character is Kyoko Sakura, voiced by Ai Nonoka, Nonaka, who is Yona in Near Replicant, and Trail's best girl, don't at me, I will ruin your life, Toa Herschel. And the English, she is Lauren Lenda. Who only whose only role I recognized is Annie Leonhardt from Attack on Titan. It still baffles me how many unique voice actors we get. There's so many voice what are we, actors. Like 15 deep in there yeah. or something like that. And we get so few repeats. <laughs> and all these people have like, or most of them have fairly long lists of stuff they've been into. It's yeah, it's weird. But uh, unless anyone's got anything else, we can just go straight into episode one. Uh, no. All right, let's go into episode one. I first met her in a dream or something. 
which I <laughs> I think I'm very, very, very quickly warming up to or I guess realized I've always been in love with the trope of naming an episode a quote that appears in the episode. Oh, I'm always a fan of that. <laughs> you know you know what also so does that? Taskmaster. Uh, Evangelion. I'm not lying, though. Taskmaster does do that. <laughs> okay, great. Still will never watch it at this point. <laughs> I'm just not going to. Yeah, you like, it feels like you win if we watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we open with a girl running through a checkered labyrinth. She exits through a door into what appears to be like a ruined city. Uh, and the music kicks in. And I'm so far, the music in this show is fucking fantastic. Oh my gosh, dude. The violin comes in and I'm just like, yes, I love violins. And this is a violin um, opening. Yeah, it, it is either like jamming or it is like the weird, eerie, like near or <laughs> something. Something that's just like, oh, this is creepy as hell. Yep. Something bad is going on here. Filed and then with like the perfect blue death parade. Not enough weird people chanting nonsense yet. But sure. Wait, Death Parade. Wasn't there creepy music in Death Parade? I don't think so. Was there? Maybe it was just intense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there was creepy music. Well, snap over here if you need me. Okay. Well, we do need you. I gotta start retiring that joke. As of today, we're not getting it no more. We'll see. It'll be over there if you need it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, we see a girl with a shield fighting a big like flying monster thing. Uh pretty cool fight scene, I guess. I I I like bounce back and forth on this show of like with with its let's say normal look of thinking it looks great and then terrible. Oh no, there's a lot of like maybe. There's a lot of animation. I'm just like, why would they do that? Like when they like get close up to the faces, it like looks like they're trying to make it three D, and it's like, why are you making it like three? Make it two D. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. Like they have an extra line for the chin for Madoka like several times, and this just bugs me. I'm like, why? Why is there like an extra line? I I don't know. It just bugs me. I see a lot. Fight scenes generally look pretty good though. Oh, I love the fight scenes. I love the music. I love the animation because they they go very interesting with the animation because it's not regular animation. It's something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll 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 talk about <laughs> oh those sections. Whew. We hear a voice that says, "This is too much for her alone." Uh, and we see the weird cat, and it's like, "You can change it if you want to. You just have to make a contract." And then, Madoka- goddamn capitalist cat, <laughs> right? <laughs> Always quid pro quo. In listen, you just sign on for three years. Mm-hmm. Non-complete, non-compete clause, NDA, all the all the works. Yeah, non-compete for five years after that. Can't be on the witches. If there was a time limit, that's not a bad idea. If there was a time limit, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to be a magical girl for like five years. I'm like, huh, not bad. Yeah, and then also the exit signs, they're green. <laughs> what? What? They're exit signs, like in the, uh, like right before she's about to leave the area or whatever. It's fucking green. Um, you think they're in the United States, Anthony? Uh, they're red. So they're red in Japan? No, they're green in Japan. They're, what's upon them? They're green in Japan and they're red in the United States. Like, why? I don't, green seems like Wait, go. Was it, was it like a neon like exit light or was it one of those no. ones where it's like the guy running on the stairs? Um, it was just a green exit sign above the door. Yeah, it's the guy running on the stairs. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. 
every exit sign that you ever see in the United States is red. Not yes, if it's that guy running United, on the stairs. It's United States, though, Anthony. We're in Japan. Why would it? Why would it be the same? It took me by surprise. Oh, I've okay. never. I just okay. don't associate the color green with exits. It's Go just, Hill, it's, really it's exit. Like just in the lettering and stuff like that. Like every time I see it, I just see the, like the white fucking sign that comes down with red exits and the arrows on each side. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's, just, it's really weird. No, like, okay. No, you're you're sure, man. It's culture shock. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh boy, you're so gonna have, you're you're gonna cool. do really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Also, They're on the other side of the street with their cars. What the fuck? And also, they don't look like me. It's weird. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, um, Madoka uh, wakes up and we oh, get... Sorry, I got one more point. Tell me that that fucking music, like the very first music we hear, yeah. doesn't sound like you're about to fight a Final Fantasy XIV uh, like raid boss. Absolutely. Dude, it is like <laughs> these big JRPG vibes on that yeah, music. Sorry, I just had to... Yeah. 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 I, actually, I, I actually want to hear just like your whole general impressions up to the the opening credits kick in. How were you feeling as that being your first exposure to Madoka? Um, I was, I mean, a little confused because did she wake up before the beginning? Yeah, she wakes up and then the credits yeah, kick in. Yeah, I mean, basically. I don't, um, it's different. It makes a lot more sense seeing the fucking labyrinth style now. Uh-huh. Of what, like, they're going for all these, like, different types of styles. But at the beginning, like, a little confused. I was kind of Picturing more like what I kind of imagine like Kaon's animated style is. Just very like cutesy, like artsy, kind of fun. And then seeing like all that checkered stuff looking like we were literally battling in Moeka's belt from Steins Gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you figured out the twist already? Duh, got him, boys. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of confused. Like I did not expect I figured we'd like It'd be like this fucking like I figured it we would introduce to like what the opening actually is, like the actual opening of the song. Uh-huh. Is like I, that's what I was expecting. Gotcha. But uh, then we we get our opening connect by Unit Claris. That's pretty good. I'm gonna say this since we're kind of here. Um, glad that we are doing this. Like like I said, like the 13th or 14th anime, whatever it is. Because if y'all would have dropped this shit on me at the beginning, <laughs> I'd have been like, I'd have been so fucking checked out. I think. What do you mean? Like, this is the uh, when 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 this was introduced to me, this whole podcast kind of thing and the idea. Mm-hmm. This is what I imagine like 98% of anime was. Oh, sure. It was just this kind of like super kind of weird, uh, just following high school or not even high school age women around. Yeah, these are middle school. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not even there. And the fact that they have a scene in there with her like underwear showing is really weird. In the intro? Yeah. At least in the first one. Oh, I didn't watch. <laughs> I I try not to. Even though I've seen the show, I typically try not to pay too much attention to intros. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. There's a spot that I was like, "That's not okay," but we'll move on. Uh, yeah, mm. um, actually, I I have to admit, I I watched the opening and I'm like, "Ooh, this is like not a good kind of like." I don't know. I was I was not happy about seeing the opening, but it was like a scene where like Madoka is like transforming or like just. Two goals that like Madoka type and there's one that's transforming, one that's regular. Oh ball. yeah. And I'm just like, I don't I don't like this. This is like that I didn't seem was too bad because it didn't seem like it was like the point of it was almost like a sexualization or like an embarrassment thing. Um because yeah, there's like you know how like the Barbie dolls have nothing downstairs? 
<laughs> okay, just, go on with this. They did that with the. I'm, well, I'm describing to Chris. They they did that with Madoka. Sure, which is actually something I think happens in earlier magical girl shows. Yeah, like like just actual magical girl shows. This this show is obviously playing with like the tropes of those mm-hmm. older ones. Um, yeah, I mean, which, Sailor Moon do that, but I didn't, I didn't think that bad of Sailor Moon. This one, I was like, okay, this one. Uh, I'm gonna say this without like I, I literally have nothing I'm pointing at here because I didn't pay attention to the opening. But but keep keep that in mind watching the show and see see if you think you can draw anything with what the show is doing to how the opening is portrayed. If it's like justifiable or if it does end up being gratuitous. Which again, I I have literally no thoughts on that. So I'm just trying to give you something to pay attention to. I'm surprised you didn't keep up with the opening. You're such an opening hog. No, I like I said, I, I don't. I try not to pay attention to the, to the details in the opening. I I just kind of let the animation wash over me and be like, did I enjoy watching that? Yes, no. Oh, okay. But your openings do spoil stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it's fine. Like it's a it's an okay one of <laughs> it's an okay opening, I guess. Uh, we come back to Madoka's morning. She goes to wake her mom up, and the most intense she probably is in this entire series. Yeah, it is so intense. I absolutely loved that animation of her slamming the door open, and then like the fucking face—you could see like the the wind wash over the bangs, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yes, this is—I don't know—the animation on that was. I was very here for it, even though it was so simple. I was like, if this is what we're getting, I'm fucking in. Turns out we're getting. A lot more than just that in the animation yep. department. And this first episode, too, is just like wall-to-wall tropes. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that as we hit more of it. We go through her morning routine. Her mom is cool as fuck. Way too yeah, cool. Mom seems pretty cool. Initially thought that that was dad. Even when they're like, hey, go hit. Her dad is like, your mom's still sleeping. Go wake her up. <laughs> I'm over here in my apron being a good, good husband and father making breakfast. Didn't hear that until the second or the second time that we went through the. <laughs> also, dad seems like a cool guy, too. Look at him taking good care of his family. You mean brother? <laughs> what are you what? talking about? Have you watched the show, dude? Wait. No, fuck the brother. I don't care about him. Wait, there... now I'm confused. I said the dad is cool. The dad's the one in the apron? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did Was you expecting it to be she? Is that what you're talking about? So when say? I first saw him, no, I saw that person. I was like, okay, that's dad. Yeah. And then when they st- talked later on, I was like, is that a brother? <laughs> because he was like, I don't know. Well, it, I don't know. I just got the the vibe. like Because I was kind of like, is that a brother? Because he seems really young. And They're young parents. What do you want? Well, apparently she's fucking in line for CEO at the age of 25. That's because she's a fucking go-getter, dude. (laughs) That's just... The fact that she has, like, two kids plus the happy life plus that, I was like, there's no, no shot. Well, that's why she's got her good little house husband to sit back and take care of everything. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, so that is husband, though. Yes. Yes. Okay, we can move on then. Although, it looks like she has a single bed. Is that, like, a thing or something? I didn't take it as a single bed, but also did not notice. Okay. That very much, yeah, it is a single bed. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. I don't know if in Japan there's something that, like, parents stay in a single bed or something like that. I'm telling you, that's a brother. It's, it's not, not the brother. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> well, the only reason I think I got that is because uh, he said, like, mom is in the thing doing whatever. And I was like, oh, so he's addressing her like that that that, that their mom. But now it makes also as much sense to just be like, <laughs> sometimes fathers refer to the mother as mom. As, yeah. yeah. When speaking uh, to kids. Yeah. 
I don't know. He's whatever. He's the male in the household. That dude. Um, I, I should mention that the, the conversation Madoka and her mom have is like basically all schoolyard gossip talking about like who's dating who and boys and she talks about her teacher's relationship. Yeah. God, the like, teacher. <laughs> if they make it over three months, they'll probably got a year. Yeah, they always got a year. Uh, Madoka rushes out of the house, does a quick toast mouth, trope one. Well, probably trope six at this point, but... Does it, a quick what? Uh, runs out of the house with toast in her mouth. That's a trope? That's a oh, trope, yeah. A big toast. The schoolgirl running with toast in her mouth. Yeah, uh, much good. We talked about that in Evangelion when when, when uh, Ray uh, was running with toast in her mouth. Yeah. Why? It's a, it's a fascination with toast in your mouth. It's kawaii. Is this no? Is this means they'll um? What's it called? They'll they'll late, so they have to eat while they're running, and that's that's just a trope. It's funny. I was watching this one anime. I think it's the ordinary lives of high school boys, and uh, there's like three high school boys that are running, and one's eating ramen. Like he has a bowl, and he's eating ramen with chopsticks <laughs> while he's running. And I just think that's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, that's so. Du- have you ever tried eating and running? Have you tried eating and running with toast? Let's quickly yes. di- hold on, guys. I think we just touched on what's known as a joke. I feel like we really need to hone in and dissect it here. <laughs> you see, it's funny because eating while running is hard, and it's a bowl of ramen, which is extra hard no, to no, eat. No, no, no. What, what are you talking about? That's not what we were That's talking funny. about. Owens. That's great. That's a I'm not good talking joke. About that. I'm talking about the trope in general. Oh. Yeah, he's talking about the toast trope, you motherfucker. What, what are you doing? The ramen joke is fucking great. <laughs> I also am on board with making fun of this dumbass trope. <laughs> Nobody, even if you're late, is running with toast in your like eating it actively. Now, if you put it in your mouth because your hands are full while you're waving like a flag or uh, not, not a flag, see that that's the thing. It's <laughs> like you, waving like a bus down or something like that. That's understandable. Then you eat while you're on the fucking bus. See, that's the thing. Madoka fucking mouths it down, but usually it's like they're running and like they have the corner in their mouth and it's like flapping as they run. That's more understandable, and I bet they have shit in their hands, right? I don't know. Because if you're running with toast in your mouth and your hands hands are empty, we have to talk. You're a fucking psycho. It's a trope. <laughs> what do you want from this fucking show? I want better. Like, that shouldn't be. A, like, tropes happen because, like, why do tropes happen? Let's talk about this. Okay. Because, well, I'm kind of asking you guys, why do tropes happen? Oh, because, same, because people see it and enjoy it and then they do it again. That's it. That's literally it, man. So it has no like logical bearing in like the real world. Uh, some, I mean, it probably can, but something some like of them probably something do. like okay, that. Sure. that Someone probably did it, and other people are like, oh, that's fun, or that's cute, or like that. That's just like a, a funny bit of like physical comedy or physical acting, as it were. And it's just some. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is this something that people do all the time? It's like, why do we have sex uh, sex scenes in action movies? Because it's a trope. Like that's all. It doesn't make this. It doesn't make the movie better. Yeah, that's. I think that's two different. different yeah, things. looks the same know, to it me. It just doesn't make any sense to me. No, you know what doesn't make sense? How fucking? How many windows is in this fucking house? Have you? Did you guys see how many windows inside this house is? No, is it just a windowed house? It's it's like a windowed. Ha- well, first of all, they open up the the what the, the bedroom, and it uh, when Badokan opened up the window to. Let the sun um in. It's a big giant window, and the way the bathroom looks like is looks like I wouldn't say greenhouse, but if you get what I'm saying, it's like it's windowed, and it's like why would I want the bathroom windowed? Although it could be just like the sink area is windowed, which is actually now I'm thinking about it's not a bad idea. I like that, like the whole sink area. It's like well, I guess if I'm brushing my teeth or something like that, 
and I have the window in front of me. That's not a bad idea. It's just, I guess maybe there's like a place where the poop, where you poop and stuff like that. That's more private. Do you not have a window in your bathroom? I don't have a window in my bathroom. You have a window in your bathroom? Yeah. Do you have a window in your bathroom, Anthony? Um, yeah, but it's like kind of up. So no one can actually like peek in. Yeah, it's not like at ass level. Shit. No, but have you not like, have you not looked at, I'm talking about Madoka's windows. No, I did not pay attention to the windows. It's just, it's just big giant windows. Although the only thing that was dealt was the sink. So I don't know if it's like, I don't know where the toilet's at. I just, there's just a lot of windows. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, Madoka meets up with her friends, uh, Sayaka and Hitomi, and they talk about boys. Fantastic introductions to two characters. Agreed. Both of them do this like arch back thing when they're like introduced on screen. <laughs> hmm? If you if you like rewatch their introductions, like like camera introductions of them getting their like two little solo like one and then the other, they do like this like hand on the hip kind of like back bend ish kind of thing. <laughs> it's almost like you're like picking them as like a fighter in Tekken. They do have like a little thing, you know. It's fucking great. I really like this scene because it's, it shows like it shows how friends like talk to each other, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah, uh, obviously more tropes. Sayaka's the 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 brash tomboyish one. Hitomi's the taller, prettier, more popular one, but is actually kind of weird and insecure. Every every friend group in anime. Okay, I'm assigning roles now. Uh, when they were like kind of running around doing their little spiel, where she was like trying to hug her or whatever. Why was she trying to hug her again? Because uh, they, they were talking about boys, and then she's like, oh, that's why you're wearing different ribbons, huh? And then she's like, ah, but you you can't, because I'm going to marry you, and just starts tickling oh, her. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's me and, me and Sal are doing that while Chris is over there just being like, you guys are fucking idiots. We're in public. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just random. <laughs> okay. I have nothing to say about that. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Me and Sal are tickling each other. Okay. I think I think you're just over there tickling yourself. Sounds like <laughs> we can pass this conversation. Like I don't no, know what we doing? We're making. Sorry, yeah, we're not talking enough about windows to his liking. <laughs> it says windows are so big. It's crazy how big these windows are. Uh, we go to homeroom, and uh, the, the teacher is going off because her boyfriend broke up with her. I love this. This is I love this teacher. The, the teacher's so good, right, Owens? I'm yeah, she's great. Cook eggs and cook uh, hey, another mm-hmm. trope. Young homeroom teacher with love troubles who brings oh, it yeah, into every true. lesson. I don't know this trope at all, actually. It's everywhere, what? dude. It's literally it, an Eva. Was it? Oh, yeah. It probably was an Eva because I think Owens was talking about it. Is it an Eva? I picked up on this one, wasn't it? I think so. Because I remember Wasn't she just having like a it? really shitty, like... Yeah. Or maybe not just love tr- trouble, but she was just having a rough go. In Eva? I think so. Evangelion, the teacher yeah. was, yeah, maybe. Was the only teacher the I remember from Evangelion is the old dude. The only other anime we had with the teacher was probably that uh, was a part time. I think. I don't know. It's a trope, though. She right though. Honestly, you can cook eggs either way. <laughs> yeah. What's what was the, what was the topic about? Because I was trying to read this. First of all, something about windows. <laughs> she's like, she calls someone. She's like, how can can you only fry an egg like? Over easy or over hard? He's like, you could do it both ways, I guess. She's like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's what does that mean? And you What's shouldn't judge hard? a woman's attractiveness. Uh, over hard is like the yolk is still like runny in the middle, but it's like cooked in. Okay. What's the other one? What's f- what's over fried? easy is uh, full fried. Oh, okay. I it was the other way around. 
No. I thought over easy was run a yoke. Yeah. Over hard was like no yoke, basically. It's all hard yellow. Okay. So I'm no, gonna no, so, so okay. So there's sunny side up, which is like the yoke is on top, un unfried. And then there's is sunny side up and over easy the same thing? I thought Almost. they was. Okay. So because then there's regular ass fried, which is like the yolk is split, everything's fried. An egg patty, basically. And then there's what I thought was over hard. I could be wrong, but it's where over hard is like the patty kind of. Or so so then what's it called where you cook <laughs> where you cook the yolk into the center, but the yolk is still runny. So when you bite it, it like runs out. Uh, that's like over medium kind of thing. I don't think that's real. Just a middle. Well, that'd be so like okay. So so sorry. So there's yeah. The sunny side up is like almost fucking barely cooked, right? Over easy is fried, where you can. That's where you get like the. In the middles, that you get the yolk to come out, but everything is kind of whatever. And then you have um, straight up like the hard part where you just get the patty. Uh huh. So what the fuck is it called? Because it's not sunny side up. I don't okay. know, man. Either way, I'm just gonna call say, the content here at my first day. No, I was just gonna say, I don't know what the conversation is about, but the fucking yolk, like having a one yolk, that's how I want my eggs. Okay, oh, yeah. I I don't fucking I don't want the I don't want a fucking hard yolk. Okay, you guys, I don't know if I'm agreeing with the teacher or disagreeing with the teacher, but I want a fucking one egg in my middle. Yeah, if I'm doing fried eggs, I, I need some. I need some. I want some over easy. I'll I'll, I'll take either. No, I want yolk. Hey, yolk. I'm, I'm taking a Madoka's homeroom teacher. If you if you still single, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with any kind of eggs. Have you Have you guys? Um, I know probably Owens has, but Anthony, have you had the hard-boiled eggs, but the yolk is still running in the middle? Soft-boiled? Yeah, soft-boiled. No, I, I I actually haven't eaten them that way either. Oh, you never eat ramen that has those like that? Uh, no. Really? I, I've tried, but the yolk always ends up getting cooked. Oh, okay. That's... Okay. Listen, boys, I only prepare my eggs one way for the last. <laughs> that was so bad! That was so bad! <laughs> I'm more laughing at the silence. Chris, come back to us. Holy fuck! I think a labyrinth just opened up, guys, on this podcast. It's definitely some. This definitely plenty of despair around here. Uh, Homura joins the homeroom uh, and just straight up grills Madoka. Or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, she's just eyeing her real hard. She's like glaring. Yeah, yeah she just glares at Madoka. Uh, she gets sworn because she's so popular. Also, also another trope: transfer student who's mysterious but like super pretty and immediately popular because they're so goddamn cool and so good at everything. I mean, not a trope when it's true. Just saying. Can we like mix it up, anime? Yeah, I wish that. <laughs> shame this show is nothing but tropes. She's like, oh, I need to go to the nurse's office. Oh, don't worry, I'll get the nurse's aide to escort me. Uh, they have their weird ominous walk. And then they have a perfectly normal middle school conversation, and we continue. <laughs> Dude, what? If, oh, some, if my classmates straight up asked me, like, "Do you treasure like your life? Do you do treasure my friends and family?" <laughs> I'm fucking running to the nurse and getting like a psychiatrist involved. <laughs> yeah, they have that whole conversation. Where he's like, Madoka, literally the most clueless planet to, person to ever exist, is like, "Yeah, I guess I like my friends and family. They're cool." Like. Madoka, run! What are you doing? I'm saying, like, what is, like, if it, oh, God. Um, and then Homer was like, don't, I wouldn't change anything about you. Stay who you are. Uh, we see, we get a quick um, montage of Homer being good at everything. And we see the weird little cat. 
How uh, great is that cat, Anthony? Um, initially, cat's great, but we're gonna talk about the cat. Nah, Cuba seems like a pretty good guy. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the cat. <laughs> they do some talking about Homura and Madoka wakes up again. He's like, oh, that was just another dream. That was not a dream. <laughs> you don't think it's a dream? Oh, um, I, I mean, I, I really don't know because I, then again, if it if it wasn't a dream, they have the most ridiculous middle school I've ever seen in my life. With that fucking jetway they were fucking walking on. Oh, dude. I mean, I think they go to rich person school. Oh, they do. Have you guys seen the windows at this fucking school? Anyway. No, um, no, no that, that's not. <laughs> thank you. Uh, besides that, though, the fact that all the classrooms are clear. Like, what the fuck? It just seems like the weirdest class ever. Am I the only one who sees this? I'm getting salad body pinned with windows on it. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. My classrooms had pretty big windows. No, but it's clear, like, um, it's clear rooms. Like, the, every time they go in a room, it's clear. Like, you can see another, you can see another class, classroom. You can see yeah, right that's through a, it. Yeah, that's actually pretty wild. Yeah, that's so crazy. Right? That would not okay. work. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. You would constantly be fucking with people in different classes. <laughs> yes, you would. But this is Japanese school, so we don't know how that works. I think it would still work that way. Uh, which actually, it's funny that Anthony called out the Sky Bridge because now that I think about it, like every JRPG I've played that like take that has a high school as like a place you can walk around in, pretty much has a Sky Bridge because they have like their academic building and then their club building. It's a fucking trope. Ah, I'm trying to think if high school had a. Nope. My school did not have a Sky Bridge. <laughs> No. <laughs> we did an experiment in one of my classes to see how quickly our school was sinking into the swamp. <laughs> uh, we learned that Hitomi, the other friend, is rich. Checks out. Uh, we see Homer. Wait, did we learn that? Yeah. Because Sayaka's like, man, I wish I was rich like you. Because, um, what's her name? Um, Hitomi uh, has to go to tea ceremony classes. Yeah. Um, Homer is blasting at Kyubei, chasing her around. And I mean, they, they they both go to the mall, right? Or was that? Yeah, Say- Sayaka and Madoka go to the mall, to the music store, and Madoka hears "Help me." Madoka goes looking around in an abandoned part of the mall, apparently. Yep. Which again, Madoka, what are you doing? Watch a movie. You know how this goes. <laughs> yeah, go go to a dark place. Does a fucking cat like? Let's save the cat. Like. I- uh, a bloodied Kyubei tumbles from the ceiling. Uh, Homura follows after. And Sayaka blasts her with the fire extinguisher. And they escape with uh, Kyubei. There's some weird flashes happen around Homura. Uh, I love the the animation of... Um, I don't remember her name. The blue hell chick. Um, Sayaka. Of throwing the fire, the fire extinguisher. I just love she- the animation. Yeah. Uh, Sayaka was like easily my favorite character when I watched this the first time through. And I think that is going to go... Easily uncontested. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to the other two, and the world changes around them. Chains fall around those two, and Mommy shows up with her golden egg. Those are always chains because uh, Hamu has chains. That's how she was beating up um, Kube. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the, the chains fall around Madoka and Sayaka. Oh, okay. Mommy transforms. Again, another great musical cue here, and obviously Magical Girl Transformations is a trope. It just seems like it has to happen. Yeah. Which, honestly, <laughs> Magical Girl transformations are fucking so good. All the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I like Mommy's um, 
magical tra- magical gold transformation. Oh, fucking that hat. I love that fucking hat with the feather. Mm. The fact she has to like summon the feather is so dope. Dude, the, the, they're done the same way every single time and every single thing they're ever in where it's just like the camera is spinning around them and it goes from the bottom up as things just like pop into place. It's yeah. And it's never not great. Yeah, I love it. And Mommy, being dope as fuck, it just starts summoning too many guns. Mm. Uh, she blasts whatever is happening away and the world changes back. She tells Homura, hey, the witch escaped. You should go uh, hunt that down, huh? Oh, uh, I'm just going to say, uh, the magical transformation, longer than the battle. Mm. <laughs> Be so is longer. Uh, we get a quick stare down of Mommy and Homura. Uh, one one quick second. Yeah, just, yeah. <clears throat> so we're, 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 we're episode one. Uh-huh. And so this is my first magical girl stuff. And usually there's a moment I've noticed in almost every anime where I, I have like a, what are we doing here? And I think this was the moment. <laughs> Because Soul Girl just transformed, and then she's on top of some like butterfly tower, shooting thousands of fucking conjured guns at cute little like um, cotton ball, scissor wielding cotton ball monsters. I mean, it's the witch, uh-huh. dude. Got to kill a witch. <laughs> yeah, which part do you not understand? <laughs> <laughs> just about most of it. <laughs> oh god, I just I looked over at my fucking tabs that I have up. And I have like the surrealist style that they're using inside of the the labyrinths. I have mm-hmm. types of eggs, and I have tropes in anime. <laughs> it's, it's 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 been going good over here. Sounds like a normal like. <laughs> I have both of those in my history. Most nights. Uh, anyway, I just had to get that one out. Yeah, uh, should, I'm about to fucking sound cue that shit. Like, what are we doing here? Moments. <laughs> Homura basically understands, like, okay, I need to back off for now, or we're gonna throw it down with mommy. Uh, so she leaves, they heal Kyubei, and Kyubei's like, hey, cool, I'm back, make a contract with me, become magical girls. And the episode ends. Woo, magical girls. And we get why wouldn't you make one. a contract, right? Yeah, well, yeah, why, <laughs> why not? I mean, magical girls are so cute and everything that, like, there's no repercussions to this whatsoever. No, how could there be? Exactly. Listen, the only reason I'm picking up on the sarcasm is because of episode four. Up until then, I was like, oh, this sounds fun. Oh, it's not episode three when that shit <laughs> goes down? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be episode three. Oh, whenever the fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Whenever the fucking, like, shit gets eaten. Yeah. Whenever heads start rolling. <laughs> well, and even then, like, they were. She was pretty explicit on, like, yeah, this shit is actually dangerous. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't start picking up on some, like, way back in shit until I think episode four. Yeah, no, it's not. It's funny because when you talk about your, uh, when they talk about like magical girls, you're like, oh, this is a really bad job. But then you're like, but I get to wear a pretty dress. So let's do it, right? No, they're doing it because like they get to save their fucking family. Yeah. And and actually, I, th- I think what you just said is kind of to the show's credit, Anthony, where even with episode three and even the build up to that with mommy being like, and, and to an extent, home run her weird way, being like, yo, this shit, it's like, this isn't fun. This is really dangerous. Like, you could die. This is bad. And, like, the characters are kind of like, yeah, whatever. And you're, you as the audience was kind of there with them. And, like, it's slowly setting in that they were right. Well, I think, what's her face? The black-haired girl. What's her name? Hom- Homura? Homura, yeah. Homura, she, <laughs> I think she knows a little bit more. Uh-huh. And that part I didn't pick up on. Like, I think it, obviously, it's 
meant to be like, yeah, this shit's dangerous. And you see like someone die in three, you're like, oh shit, it is kind of dangerous. But she was hint. I think she was hinting more because when that happens, she was like, yeah, this shit, people die all the time. And, but I, th- I feel like she's more, there, there's more and she knows it. And we're led to initially believe that she's talking about like the death. And I think that's like a throwaway scene with mommy getting killed. Does that make sense? Uh, Not a throwaway. Sorry. A, yes. uh, a, a red herring, maybe a better term. Um, explain how it's a red herring. Um, so it has to do with predictions after season or after episode four. Okay. That, sit, sit on it then. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Sit on it. Uh. <laughs> I'm a cat and I look adorable. Make a contact with me. Bro, yeah, first yeah. of all, I would not, absolutely not in a million goddamn years would I trust Kibe. <laughs> not anymore. Not out the goddamn, he shows up as like, make a contract with me for superpowers. I'm like, I'm absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Stay well, away I mean, from I, me. I would, I would straight up look this fucking cat in the eye and be like, I'll have my lawyer go through the contract. <laughs> I was thinking the like, same thing. I was like, can I bring in my lawyer so I can look at this? Yes. No, I'm like, listen, I know you're the final boss. Let's just do this right now. <laughs> Let's just do this right now? Bro, I got midterms coming up. I don't got time for this shit. You, you guys, but the cat was injured the first time we saw it. There's no way to catch the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Poor, helpless, telepathic cat. <laughs> Who's specifically targeting me. What could be the problem here? Who's targeting young girls? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, we got our first ending. See you tomorrow, sung by Aoyuki, the voice actress for uh, Madoka. Oh, nice. It's good. I, li- yeah, I like I, it. I like this. Uh, yeah, I like I the ending. Too. The ending is really good. Cool. How are you? F- how are you feeling after episode one? If you can remember, Anthony. Um, I wanted to keep going. Oh, that's good. I wanted more explanation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was kind of like a, no, y'all ain't getting away with this shit. Fucking click. (laughs) Next. (laughs) So it hooked you in. (laughs) Well, it was a hook in the term, like, like, I, what, nope, we're going, nope, y'all ain't getting away with this. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't hooked. Like, I'm like super fucking ready. It was like, I'm not leaving it here. I'll watch the next one. Then just, I'll pretend like that's when I decide if I'm hooked or not. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. See, see, it it took me several times to actually watch the first episode, the first time I watched it. But I thought it was good. I just was bored with the main character, Madoka. And um, yeah, let's say he's not boring throughout the entire show. Let's say that. Let's just say I hated Madoka, the character, for the entire run of the show the first time I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but it might change this time. It could. These are all afterthoughts. We'll get to them. Episode 2, that would be truly wonderful. Kyube is just hanging out in Madoka's room, and we learn that, oh yeah, other people can't see him, I guess, because he's just lounging while she's going through her morning routine with her mom. They didn't even give us a second to realize that. They were like, so people can't see him, right? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Also, Madoka wakes up and she thinks the whole thing is a dream. Oh, yeah, but thank you, man. She's like, hey, I'm here. What up? Yeah, I'm a telepathic cat. What's I'm up? just watching to sleep. Everything's cool over here. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have... I have a rant about this cat soon. Okay. You want to do it now or you want to wait until later? <laughs> yeah, would you like to wait till it comes up? Yeah, I'll wait till it comes up in the notes. <clears throat> Uh, please, please do keep us warned every time you have notes coming up, though. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you guys, that is a teaser for later on. Uh, keep watching the episode. Also, um, My Force Anime, 
We have a Patreon. And uh, please fuck? rate us on iTunes. <laughs> I, I thought that was a good time to just drop it in right there. rolling an ad for a picture. <laughs> Can't skip it now, assholes. Uh, oh Patreon iTunes, you guys, rate us. We want we want more followers. We go to mommy's house and we get introduced <laughs> to soul gems. They're little eggs that have their souls in them or whatever when they make a contract. Doesn't seem ominous. Probably nothing strange about these. Okay, I'll be straight up honest. Is I didn't have any idea that this was ominous. Oh, really? Someone pulls out a glowing egg and says, this is the soul gem that gets created when you make a contract. Yeah. And you're like, that seems fine. And then the shit happens with the grief seed, and you're like, this seems fine. Well, I mean, so you added both of those together. A little trickery. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, the thing is, Owens, you already watch this show, so you make all these connections. Please yeah, not ruin it for I Anthony. Nothing. What the like, fuck is wrong with you? Honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of opinions on it until you guys were talking about like uh, the clearing up of the fucking gym. I was like, it just they just introduced that as the magic system. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to think? <laughs> yeah, Owens, what are you doing, dude? Don't spoil stuff for Anthony. You guys are the worst. But remember, Anthony, you know how Voldemort like splits his souls to different objects to souls? That's what the chosen Listen, is. And I have a rant about that too. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Would you like to spoil um what's it called? Spoil anything else for Anthony, Owens? I mean you can go on now. <laughs> keep keep talking. Listen, it's not well, that. Hard. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's going to be a like major spoiler. It's just something that hasn't been specifically shown to be kind of like a factor. Yeah, it's 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 just like a yeah. Once you kill the witch, um, like so in my mind when I saw that, I was like, okay, so they have a soul gem, and then when they use their power, it's slowly like um they the the magic is fading and they recharge it with like the witch's magic that they leave behind. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I had a, even back then, I had a much more nefarious read on it. Because even uh, mommy was like, yeah, it's all fine and dandy and fun and stuff. And I was like, sure, it can be fine and dandy and fun and stuff. Just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you are way more trusting than I am. I mean, they've given me no reason to not yet. We're fucking watching a magical girl anime <laughs> and like, it shit doesn't get real until her head gets bitten off, which was like a for me, it was kind of like a oh. <laughs> so it's not like a she gets injured, it's just just a rip. Yeah. Fucking it was like a Game of Thrones band-aid, just fucking and we're dying. Uh Kube tells him he can grant literally any wish. Any wish you want. Whatever, doesn't matter, anything. Uh, but then your duty like <laughs> how do you not get this like just dripping with like uh, the fact that Owens has already watched this, you he's guys. All he's stuck just, up on this. Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, don't you guys see? The fact that this wish is like unlimited it means quickly. it's so it's bad. Just, it takes a minute. It, yeah. He says you're <laughs> duty bound, which red flag right there. The new Twitter me with all the red flags. When the mysterious cat tells you you're <laughs> duty bound to battle witches. <laughs> Madoka goes and asks her mom, like, hey, if you could do a wish, what would it be? And she talks about a bunch of business stuff and then starts plotting to become CEO. I love the mom so much. The mom is so great. Making power moves. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learn the witches are born from curses. Uh, There's the dichotomy of hope, which is the magical girls, and despair, which is the witches. Um, The witches are invisible, and they tend to congregate in areas that typically have a large amount of negative emotion and then, like, spread and exacerbate those. Guys, I am surrounded by witches (laughs) when I play video games. Uh, Mommy tells them, hey, come along on a few hunts and then decide, which 
honestly, probably not responsible. But also, like after all these hunts, isn't that like the it's switching your head? You're like, maybe I shouldn't do this. It looks dangerous. <laughs> not responsible. I want to uh, just just based on what I think's going on here. I want to see what the magic girl code of ethics says about this. The the, the, the fact that um the blue haired girl brings a bat. And she's like, oh, the bat's That's not... pretty fantastic. Yeah. But she brings it back and she's like, oh, the bat won't help. Let me, like, fix it. There's no red flags, right? There's no red flags. It's That was kind of cool. I don't, like... Yeah, when something like that happens, that? I don't instantly, like, think, like, oh, that's nefarious. Yeah, I, wait. Like, I, I, I thought it would be really fucking... I don't see the problem on that. I just thought it would be really fucking funny. She pulls out a bat and, and, and fucking Madoka gets in her purse. She's like, I brought this and pulls out a fucking nine. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm I'm with Madoka on this. I would totally figure out what kind of outfit I would wear as a magical girl. That just sounds dope. Oh, that was cute. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're, we forgot to talk about it, but the um, the OP. I'm uh, not a fan of the OP so much, but I do love the costume changes they do with Madoka because one, she's wearing a foe, and I fucking love foes, as you guys know, and it's just adorable. It's like, oh, she has a foe. It's funny. Guys, Actually, I, you know what, Chris? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to give you a little bit of, um, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Give you some credit, lenience, whatever. Uh huh. You know what? I think you, you may be onto something because I've never seen a cat that wants to be held that long. <laughs> so, you know what? There is something wrong with this fucking cat. Oh, bro, you need to meet my cat. You pick him up and mm. start scratching him. He will literally just fall asleep forever in your arms. And, He's well, also okay. white and red. <laughs> and can speak telepathically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does. He keeps wanting me to enter a contract. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I'm just like, look at you pawn at the air, you little dummy. <laughs> and he's like, make a perfect wish, boy. <laughs> um. So here's something I'm gonna put to you guys, and I'm gonna hope I remember because I I want to hold us to this. Put at the me hard at the end of this podcast, at the end of. Watching the movie, so episode four of the Madoka podcast. Mm-hmm. I want us all to describe our magical girl forms. Mm. Oh my god! So you got about a month to chew on that. Now I've already got it. Okay, well, <laughs> you. I hope you remember it a month. I, I'm just saying, you guys. Um, if this beco- if this podcast becomes a hit or like we actually make money out of this, I will promise you, I. As in me, and I would somehow try to convince Owens and Anthony, but we will wear all magical girl outfits. I would totally do that it. That means we have to make magical girl outfits. If, well, if, yeah. we had, if we had money where that'd be worth doing, we could just commission someone to do it, obviously. Exactly. And I don't require convincing at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a showman at heart. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a showman too. And I would totally wear my magical girl outfit. Okay. Well, if we're, if we, if we're, <laughs> anticipating on wearing this in the future, then I have to make a few tweaks. <laughs> My balls will be out. <laughs> okay, they, they we get to school the next day, and they brought Kibe along. They can communicate telepathically with each other. Uh, Hitomi gets super jealous because they're like staring into each other's eyes and communicating. She's like, "Oh no, you guys are already that close." Oh yeah, that, this was kind of weird. Yeah, cool. she's very insecure. It's a trope. <laughs> she was like throwing out some like middle school lesbian judgment shit. Well, kind of, but also like it in more of the way that she was like sad that she wasn't included. Mm, uh, they hit it pretty hard that she would like. I- I've seen and actually participated in like not being included stuff in middle school, and it did not instantly go to like ha gay memes. 
Well, I mean, it kind of comes up again le- later. And she wasn't saying like, ha, gay. She was like, oh, she was like kind of putting it together. And that's where she ended up. Like they were, became romantically involved. And then she started to feel like, oh, no, I'm I'm the third wheel now. Like I'm going to get ousted from this friend group because they don't need me anymore. Okay. Uh, is this where she says no? Huh? Is this where she says no? I, I don't know what scene it is, but she's like, no, 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 no. Basically. Who? Um, Hilmoa, the third friend. Oh, Hitomi? Yeah, Hitomi. I I don't know. Okay, I, I just don't remember it, but um that's like a trope wherever it is whenever um I don't know, it's I don't know if it's trope or not, but it's like when the, whenever the female can't understand anything and she just starts saying no real fast and she just starts running away. I, I just think it's it's a great trope. I've I seen it another time does a commercial about gum or chewy things in Japan, and I just think it's hilarious. I think we're using the word trope very loosely now. No, I've seen it several times where they like they literally say no, 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 and they run away. It's always like the female that says that. Are you talking about anime or Pornhub? That's that was not good. <laughs> what? Uh, God, I need to pay better attention to my notes so I can quickly jump in and cut off when you guys are talking. <laughs> uh, they are in class and having telepathic conversations. Mommy. They figure out mommy can also reach them, and this entire scene we quit. We get like a bunch of you can just see a Toby in the background just fuming, <laughs> like yeah. just pouting, like oh man. I, I do like the fact that Madoka is uh, super. Um, oh, what's that word called? But she's uh, respectful for her elders. Whenever she figures out, um, Mimi is um, is Dell. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, nice, ni- nice to see you here, or something like that. She says that. I'm like, that's funny. Uh, we learn that the magical girls compete for the witch rewards, whatever that means. This is the first time that I was like, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, another red flag, I think. Yeah, a this big was my red first flag. red flag. Um, <laughs> Madoka doodling her magical girl suits, very adorable. Mm-hmm. And she can't think of wishes. She can't think of uh, wishes, or Sayaka and Madoka can't think of wishes. And Kyobe's like, hmm, that's weird. Most except right away. <laughs> uh, and Sayaka goes on, on some deep shit. Yeah, I don't really like this scene so much. Um, she basically goes on a speech about how, like, mm, maybe we haven't accepted because we haven't, like, experienced suffering like other people have. We're just, like, innocent and naive. And we don't, like, really... <laughs> we don't. We don't have problems big enough to warrant risking our lives. Basically, bro, uh, I made that. I love this scene. Yeah, I thought it was good. That made so much sense. I don't like it just because he's like, well, the fact that I haven't had a bad life, like I can't do a wish, and I'm just like, that's like looking. You mean it's like green on the other side? It's like I don't. I don't know. I just don't like this like whole thing about it. She's not lamenting that she can't do a wish. She's kind of. For one, she's, I think Sayaka specifically is like uh, relating it to Kiyosuke, her friend, her violin friend. But she's more just like now having the realization that so many people have it so bad that they enter this contract immediately knowing what it means. And she's sitting there like, haha, what to wish for? Like, I I don't think it's a grass is greener. I think it's a that grass sucks shit. And I had no clue. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I guess you can look at it like that. I did not look at it like that. So, I don't know. To me, it's one of those things, like, why, like, think about something you can't, like, fix. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really bring something in that you really don't 
need to think about? I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, I just don't like this scene. (laughs) Why would you have empathy? I think is what you're trying to say. Yeah. You have anything you want to say about this scene, Anthony? Uh, No, I just like their explanation made complete uh, sense. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. I was like, like, of course, if you haven't like, like, honestly, the fact that she was, she made that connection in like an anime. I was like, holy fuck. Chicks down to earth. (laughs) Seems like she's got her wits about her a little bit. Uh. I mean, for the most part, if you, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, right, so if right. they, at least initially, if they, like, if they would have kept following her up with, like, that or whatever, like, she's playful with her friends, she likes to have a good time, and then she also has this introspective fucking, like, middle school shit, like, I don't know, I, looking probably back on it now, that was a weird, probably, scene to put in there, if, if she keeps going the way that she goes, but I'll have more to talk about her later. Um, the, the one thing I kind of miss from that is she pu- kind of punctuates it with, like, this is such an amazing, like, opportunity for certain people. So why are they getting it? <laughs> they, they're fine. Why, why are they being afforded this opportunity and not someone else who could use it better, who needs it? Oh, does she make that too? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Homer arrives and kind of warns them again, like, Hey, this shit sucks. Um, Madoka <laughs> asks her what she wishes, what she wished, wished for as she's walking away. She hesitates and then leaves. Sayaka bought, brought a bat to the magical girl lessons. Mm-hmm. And we, <laughs> Madoka shows them their drawings. They all have a good laugh. That's a cute scene. And they go off on their witch hunt. We see a woman walking into a building. We get an explanation of, oh, we get a quick explanation of like places to check. Basically, this is the magical girl beat. Uh, you're looking for anger and sadness. Uh, she tracks the witch. The woman jumps off the building and mommy catches her. And we see a tattoo on her neck, which we learn is a witch's kiss. They walk up to a portal and mommy transforms Sayaka's bat. We see Homura is following them. We go through the labyrinth and we see, we get the witch intro screen, which I fucking love intro screens, <laughs> fucking Yakuza style. Yep. Just a freeze frame that with a title. <laughs> um, we get Mommy versus the Witch. Again, greatly animated, fucking great music. Um, and- I, I love how Mommy fights. Uh, yes. This is just a really good scene with her. I love the fact that she summons guns and it's like flintlock guns. And so she only can use them one time. And I just I just love that. I'm just a fan of how she fights. I just enjoy that the, each one has their own thing. Yeah. Um, also, just like across the board, the labyrinths. Like the animation on all the labyrinths is so good. It's so weird. Especially the one in episode three with the big-ass clown that has like big cuphead vibes. Um, mommy takes out her big gun and blasts the witch away. Catches her tea. Takes a sip and the world reverts. Uh, we get introduced to grief. That was seeds. actually pretty sick. Yeah, which she throws her tea up at the start of every fight, as we will learn in episode three, <laughs> I think. Uh, and recharges her soul gem, throws it to Homura, saying it should have another charge left. Homura throws it back, and the woman wakes up that they saved, seemingly no longer in her bad state. And I want to bring up specifically that she was like, was I about to? And uh, mommy was like, no, no, no. It's, it was just a dream. Everything's fine. And and like, she has such good, like, and uh, I don't know. It feels weird saying this because I I think I know shit's going to happen later, but like, it's so hard. I think it is harder than you anticipate picking up on this shit because like scenes like that, where she seems so like well-intentioned. I think she is well-intentioned. Yeah. But I, I think that she's got shit behind that makes it like makes her. I mean, yeah, CC does look evil on um, episode three. Sure, but I, I think ultimately, mommy is well intentioned. 
Again, spoiling stuff for once. <laughs> that spoils literally nothing. Uh, but episode three, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Uh, Sayaka goes to visit a boy, gives him a CD, and remembers watching him play. He starts to cry, and see we see that he has an arm injury. Um, the CD player, very interesting. You guys see the CD player? Don't remember it. It's like a weird record player type thing, right? No, it's like I don't know. It's like a it's like a black thing that's like I don't think it's like an L shape, but I guess they put the CD on top of it and it just spins. It looks. I mean, you look at the uh, the kid like holding the player, and it's like really small. It's not even like a record player because they have to use headphones. It's just a really interesting um, CD player. It's funny because it's so weird because I think this anime is futuristic, and then we get CDs, and it's like, well, that's not a thing anymore. They dispatch another witch. We learn it was just a familiar, not the full witch. And they ask what mommy wished for. And we get a scene of her being in a car accident. Basically, we can assume wished for her at least her own life. Probably. She then confronts Sayaka with, do you actually want... Or Sayaka poses like the the hypothetical of what she would do for her wish. And mommy's like, do you actually want that? Or do you just want the gratitude for making that wish. So this was weird. Okay, explain. Um, so I may have missed something in this scene. Maybe I was writing something down or fucking checked out. I don't know. But I remember seeing this scene and thinking like, what, who who told her that? Who was who was she talking to? Was she talking to mommy or was she talking to... Uh, You're going to have to be girl? much more specific. So the part you were just talking about where um, the whole scene about she was... Uh, she was this, this was Madoka, to... Sayaka, and Mommy. Okay, yeah. Sayaka talks about her wish like, oh, hypothetically, what if I were yeah. to make a wish for somebody else? And obviously Madoka puts it together personally and Mommy puts it together conceptually. That it's not a hypothetical. Yeah. And Mommy's and like, yeah, you mommy... can do whatever you want. But bear in mind, like you should think about before you do that, do you actually want for this person's dream to come true? Do you actually want to effectively give your wish to this person or do you just want them to be grateful that you did it? Is there? Do you share the dream, or do you just want the gratitude? That's that was a that's a really weird statement to make without knowing anything personally about her. Is it? Yes, I don't think so. Be, well, <laughs> <laughs> so if I came up to you and I was like, "Hey, what? Like, pretend I give you this hypothetical. What? Um, you can pick anyone. Or yes, this exact same thing happened. Would you? Would do you think like truly the the first thing that comes to your mind? Say if you were mommy and you were explaining how wishes work in your whatever magic fucking systems going on, the first thing that you would say is, "Hey, make sure it's not just because you want to be grateful." Yeah, do you but really think that that's the first thing that would come to your mind? That that was with Sayaka basically saying that she wanted to do something for somebody else and not for herself. And, and I get, I guess to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break okay. it, break yeah, yeah. No, it down that, that was sense. her saying, are you, if you're going to do this, are you doing it for them or are you doing it for you? Yeah. So in my, my first thing is if I were to, it, it seems to me, maybe this is just difference and whatever, but if I can ask that question and uh, my kind of assumption initially was like, if I was mommy, I feel like I would say like, oh, she maybe wants something for her family. Right. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember Sayaka's exact wording. Yeah. That, but maybe. Cause sure. that, 
I could be missing something, but like that just seems so weird for mommy to come out and say this without knowing anything about her personal life already. But Anthony, the 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 difference though is I don't think Sayaka would be like talking about this if it was if they was part of the family. Like I think it, when you when you think about your family, I think your family as one. You know what I mean? Like oh, I could help out my family. I don't think I think uh, mommy understands that she's doing this for somebody else outside of her family. I don't see that's where that's where I have the issues. I don't see that at all. I don't see how she can make that connection without knowing shit previously. To me, it's like, well, if you're gonna make a wish, why why are you bringing out the question to? Because um, she wants to understand. Because to me, I, I this is this could be where I'm missing something. It seemed like she said, "Can I make a wish for another person, um, or like for other people, kind of thing?" And then that's when they had that conversation. It wasn't like a. Um, she was just trying to understand how it works the overall concept, which she was. And then she was like, yeah, but if you want to use it for someone, make sure it's like, like, I feel like if it's, a, it's assumed that if you do something for your family, you're not doing it for like gratefulness. It's so like to imply that to make sure that she's like, make sure you pick something and make sure it's not just for being grateful. I feel like you're, she's implying that it's like someone that's not connected to her extremely personally, maybe, you know, or like in her like immediate kind of vicinity, family, friends kind of thing. It seems so fucking weird to just come out and say that. Sure. I don't think you're wrong. And kind of where how you I don't am not personally hung up on this. Uh, but the fact that you are hung up on it is why I potentially have some reserve. I, I talked about that thing with like Evangelion earlier, why I have some maybe reservations about what this show is trying to do. Whether or not I'll still have those at the end, we'll see. I think this is something very hard to talk about right now. Let's just say remember this. Okay. But it does. I think the the concept she's trying to get across is one of kind of the pervading themes of this show and, you know, fucking literally everything that ever exists, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in certain aspects of humanity. And in this hey, case, you- she's basically saying, like, would you still do the thing if the person you're doing it for had no idea that you did it? It is kind of like the simplified version of that, I guess. The the less roundabout way of saying it. Or does Sayaka just want to be be credited with fixing this kid, basically? Yeah, and then the, so you even mentioned the problem I have is where it's already referring to she knows about the kid. Well, no, I mean, that that's not the specific. But does she want the credit for doing the good thing or does she just want the good thing in its simplest form? Or would she still do it if no one knew that she was the cause? Gotcha. I would just repeat my statement, but I, I think you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 yes. Remember this, because if I remember correctly, it will be kind of addressed. It will be addressed if I remember correctly. We come back to Madoka. Kyobe basically tells her, like, "Yo, you'd be real fucking strong if you became a magical girl. That'd be cool, huh?" Who said that one first? Was it uh, Kyobe? I think. Wait, they told her that. Kyobe, oh, Kyobe he, he said, hints, sorry, he yeah. said, he said, yeah, he said, you have potential, like a lot of potential. Yeah. But again, when that first happened, I was like, he, cause that's the first time, like this was before I was against him. Mm-hmm. First time I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. So he can kind of tell what power levels are. She probably has a good one. Um, <laughs> and then Madoka has to come downstairs cause her mom's wasted. Side question. How hard is this for you right now? <laughs> Not being able to talk about later stuff. Uh, a lot. I feel like I'm pushing a lot of buttons right now. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's so hard to talk about so much of the stuff in this episode. <laughs> like beyond a surface level, it's it's an almost impossible. I just imagine I just hear you guys ferociously typing in like the Discord to each other like, fuck. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, mom's drunk because her dumbass boss wants to get drunk. Um, her dad talks about um, her mom and is like, yeah, this maybe isn't her ideal life. Her dream wasn't to work at this company, but she likes overcoming the challenges. So I think she's basically living her dream as it is because she's fucking crushing it. Um, and kind of introduces the concept of, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I consider it like the how versus the what. Like how you're living your life versus what your life is. And the mom finds satisfaction how she's living her life regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come to mommy hanging out at a fountain, fountain and Homura confronts her. And this is where we get some shadiness from mommy, I think. Yep. Because Homer is basically like, hey, you know you're like dragging innocent people into this. And she's like, they're not innocent. Kyobe chose them. The other two are leaving the hospital because they couldn't go see Kyosuke. And they spot the grief seed. Madoka goes to get mommy as Sayaka and Kyubei stay with the seed. The labyrinth opens. Uh, mommy and Madoka arrive and Homura followed them in. Mommy restrains Homura uh, and Homura again tries to warn them like, hey, this is bad news. Yeah, this witch is really big. Like, don't go in. Uh, Madoka, as they come through, has decided on a wish. She talks about how she's not that smart or whatever. She feels mostly useless and just wants to help people like Mommy does and thinks about wishing just to become a magical girl. Mommy tells her being a magical girl is lonely and Madoka's like, you're not alone anymore. I'll be a magical girl with you. It's like Red that- flag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> red flag right there. Wait. Uh, what was the red flag? Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's a death flag for sure. Yeah, death flag. Not death a red flag. flag. Oh, but death flag, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, mommy's like, all right, but listen, still wish, if you're going to become a magic girl anyway, you should wish for something. Yeah, wish for something at least. I'll tell you what, if I kill this witch before you come up with something, we'll have a big old party. That's what you can wish for. Because I'm definitely going to kill this wish. Or get cake. Death uh, flag. Yep. And the witch <laughs> starts hatching. Uh, mommy goes into action. She's like, ah, this is the first time I felt happy in fighting witches for so long. <laughs> Death flag. <laughs> <back. laughs> yeah, at what point did you know mommy was dead, Anthony? Um, it was probably like, uh, the so looking, like, I think the part where I had it was, I think, when uh, What's-Her-Face came by and she was like, this one's going to be really dangerous. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's kind of the first one. For yeah, sure. and then I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then, like, I just kept, and then she just, mommy just changed to this happy go lucky, like, everything will be fun. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Instead of summoning guns, she just summons death flags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first time I watched this, I did not know that she was going to die. But, oh, I didn't either. Uh, yeah, I, I just watched the anime to watch the anime. I don't really think about it. So she starts fighting the witch. She blasts it with her finale. Uh, we cut over to Homer's lock dissipating. <laughs> And we come back and chomp, <laughs> just ragged all that body and eating it like it's fucking Jurassic Park <laughs> over here. Homura shows up and the I thing- mean, the witch was going to kill these two fucking girls. Like, yeah. oh, oh my God. Yeah. Of course it was. And and uh, what's it called? Was it Chubi? Is that the Cube. cast name? It's Chubi. He literally is like, hey, make a contract. Like, fight this witch. Make a contract. This is when I was starting to kind of be like, because uh, I figured mommy may be like her and because they had that little, uh, what's the black girl girl's name? Sorry. Homura. Homura. Yeah. Homura and mommy have like a little showdown where it's like, this is the last time we're going to come to blows mm-hmm. next time we see each other. Right. And then they have this interaction. And then uh, 
We also saw how Mommy became a magic girl. Like the he shows up like right as she's about to die. Yeah. And then this happened, and I was like, wait a second. And then they also kind of made a point earlier of like uh, mentioning like most people do it really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this fucking cat <laughs> is spill shit. Also, mommy's um, what's good? Mommy's wish is kind of really sad. Like her one wish is to save herself, which I mean, but you're like you pull basically into slavery because of this wish. She might have saved her family too. Or whoever else is, is in the car. But she's by herself. Why would she be by herself? Well, she, I think it was just showed the backseat. We right? can talk about that later. Okay. I could tell Chris's theory smile through the fucking microphone. I mean, it's not a theory. I've seen the fucking show. Oh, okay. Assuming I'm remembering it correctly, it has been 10 years since I've seen the show. I did not hmm. know it was the 10th anniversary. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Well, I don't know when it came. I should have checked the month. Shit. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Did we accidentally? No, there's no way. Why? January 20th. Damn it. Well, no, that was the L day for this one. April, but it ended in April, so whatever. We're we're way off. Yeah, Homer arrives, and the thing tries to chomp her a bunch, and she just jumps away. It eventually does get her, but oh no, he's exploding from everywhere. Uh, he just explodes a bunch and dies. The grief we see the grief seed sticking into the ground alongside a smashed teacup. <laughs> <laughs> Real good, actually. That's yeah. Uh, and she's like, This is what it means to be a magical girl. Homer takes the seed and leaves. <laughs> and Sayaka's like, Wait, that that was Bobby's. Mommy's dead. Give that back okay. to mommy. She's like, You know mommy what? Mommy is no. fucking dead. Only Get, magical like, girls have a right to touch this, which I, I God. actually fucking hate that line. Really? Yep. Because Homer is. Spent the, has spent the last three episodes trying to make them not become magical girls. And her saying only magical girls have a right to touch this is basically going, become a magical girl, bitch. Oh, you think so? <laughs> Kinda. That felt really felt like egging them on. I could get that read, yeah. I, I took it somewhere else, but... Where did you take it? Um, I took it that, like, she said it's mommies, and she's like, only magical girls can get it because she's fucking dead. Mm, maybe. Okay. I didn't think that they wanted it. Maybe I missed that, but... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, may, maybe. I don't know. To me, it was just... It was very much one of those, like... They <laughs> wanted a they wanted a biting line, but it doesn't really work. Like, it, it, it is biting, but... <laughs> I, I respect it. I, I would have liked if Homer says, Well, mommy's dead, so uh, I get to have this now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we get the actual ending of the show, which is Magia by Calafina, which is also the song that plays at the literal very beginning of the show. I love this song. It's such a oh, good yeah, song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, the, it's not like it. the battle song, right? It's like ooh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's definitely a Final Fantasy fourteen battle <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. It's so good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Episode four: Miracles and Magic Are Real. Sayaka is looking for Kiyosuke, but his uh, appointments were moved up, so he is in physical therapy. And we learn that he will probably never recover from whatever happened to him. Believe in yourself, okay? Believe uh, me that believes in you, okay? <laughs> Sayaka is thinking about healing him, as we already knew. Madoka, meanwhile, is crying over breakfast, as we all do. Mm. Honestly, if I didn't have like my preconceived, like, I'm trying to go into this with an open mind, but God, Madoka pissed me off the first time I watched this show. 
So if I wasn't still like trying to push against that, I think this scene would have been way more impactful for me. I, I like the scene with, with Madoka. Like it all finally catches up to her in the in the breakfast table. What has happened the day before and stuff like that. Yeah. And like she starts crying. Her brother's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm just so glad your breakfast is so good, dad. I'm so glad I'm alive to eat it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, we cut to them going to school. Sayaka's just chatting around, chatting about like she normally does. Um, Madoka's like, hey, about yesterday. And Sayaka's like, not now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their teacher is giving them a lecture about childbearing ages and a woman <laughs> in her 30s can still marry for love. Uh, Sayaka and Madoka are then on the roof and Madoka is talking all about like, ah, I feel like we're just strangers now. Like everyone feels so distant and weird because of what we experienced. And Sayaka's like, hmm, I think our world changed way before this. We're just now realizing it. Which is kind of like... <laughs> A little, to me, like, damn, Sayaka. And then a little bit like, what the fuck are you talking about, actually? <laughs> For her, I guess, like, with, with her friend, maybe that makes sense. But what the fuck is she talking about? I don't know. I I was... I mean, I mean, I mean, they got they, they got put into this world. They now know what's going to happen. There's no way they can go back. I mean, but I, it's only been, like, a couple days. The, no, it hasn't. It's been several weeks. Has it been several weeks? Um, Yeah, because there was a conversation between... Uh, Mime, Mima, and uh, everybody that they've been doing this for several weeks. Oh, okay. I, I guess I missed that. Yeah. I was just kind of having an incredibly hard time, like, investing in the real-life stuff that's going on. <laughs> oh, really? no kidding. Because <laughs> this dude's, like, being in, like, a horrible accident, and I'm kind of willing to bet that she caused it, which is why she's thinking about the wishing shit. You're it? Hmm, okay. And the solution wow. seems to be fighting the fucking strangely drawn labyrinths that just they come for like these orbs from te- like the, the, or the magic soul thing that was given by a telepathic cat and like and they just keep trying to like go in between like real life shit and then this like fantasy stuff and i i, I can't i'm just not in it yet <laughs> like there's it, like i don't i don't there's no emotional draw if that's what i mean if they're not going for that yet then then okay cool but if they are they're fucking missing it i don't disagree but i mean that's just as of right now we'll we'll see did I say something that was? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> the, the I fact, mean, the fact that the, the divide your is, can is be wrong. What you're having a pro- the divide between like the fantastic and the the mundane is well, what just you're the emotion part of it. Like they're yeah. trying. It seems like they were trying to get me emotionally involved. And I'm like, no, you're fucking it up. Yeah, that part I don't disagree with. Not for the reasons you said. <laughs> I just don't think the characters are that well written yet. Sure, if at all. What remains to be seen. Which maybe honestly, that may be like the symptom, or I may be giving you the symptom, and then that's actually the underlying issue, problem, is that, so, I don't know. And what the fuck are they teaching in Japanese middle school? Sorry. They're teaching <laughs> you about it. that, A, eat eggs however you want, and <laughs> don't judge women for the way they want eggs. Or uh, cook no, eggs. The way they cook eggs. Yeah, yeah. for w- the way they cook eggs. Because he clearly wanted over easy, and she gave him a fucking pancake. Also, if you're in your 30s, you can still marry for love because you're a birthing age. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> Nothing. I just, I'm pretty sure it's a little heavy for fucking 11 year olds. They're in eighth grade. They're fine. Uh, I'm pretty they're sure sixth grade. they are second years. Mommy was eighth grade or whatever. They're sixth grade, you guys. They're fourth year. Oh, they're first year? Yeah. Oh, if they're, no, they're, the they're second system years. As us. They're fourth year, someone. Who gives a fuck? It's still too young. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
I mean, the the it, the teacher is giving out. You know what I mean? Um, she's just. Sex I think she's just having a rough rough few couple weeks. Listen, it's never too young to learn that egg lesson. Okay, that was valuable. That life lessons about how to treat each other. Yeah, you know sure. Why not? The other ones maybe a little much. <laughs> um, we learned that. Or Kyube basically is like, yeah, other magical girls will probably try to move in now that mommy's gone. They tend to keep to their own territories. Um, and Kyube's like, flag. all right, uh, if you guys don't want to make wishes, fuck it about. I'll go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madoka goes to mommy's house, puts her notebook on the table, and starts crying again and says sorry for being so weak. Which again, <laughs> if I was more invested in Madoka, probably a fucking powerful scene. <laughs> uh... I did actually like this scene, though, where she comes out and Homura confronts her and is like, you're blaming yourself too much for this. Like, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. Uh, no one can criticize you for what happened. And if they try, I won't let them. And Madoka then starts to take everything Homura has been saying kind of to heart and realize that she's been trying to help the whole time. I was like, hey, have you ever seen anyone die like that? She's like, too many to count. God, that's so bad. She lights up a cigar, <laughs> strokes her beard. <laughs> and then they have the conversation about like, oh, so what's going to happen to mommy's house? And Homer's like, well, her body stays in the witch world, basically. And she had no close <laughs> relationship. So she'll, she's going to be a missing person forever. And it'll probably even take a while before that happens. Like I said, um, Mimi doesn't have no family. Yep. She's by herself. Homura basically tells her then that like you don't we don't fight for other people we fight for the sake of our own wishes. Mm, actually, mm, that might have more. Hold on, give me that quote again. Uh, so so Madoka has her whole thing of like she sees. No, give me that quote exactly. Well, that wasn't the exact quote from Homura, oh. but it was the the general concept. That's why I was gonna build it out more. Um, Madoka has her whole thing of like she want she looked up to mommy for because she was out there protecting people against the the witches or whatever, right? Yeah. And Homura basically explains to her like, "No. That's not what we do. We don't we don't fight to protect people. We fight for our own wishes." Gotcha. And Madoka's like, "Well, I'm never going to forget her cuz it's sad mm-hmm. that no one's going to know what she did." And or know where she is. Homura's like, "Whatever." I I like this from Madoka. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm not going to forget you either." Yep. Get a quick close-up of Homer's face looking a little shocked, and that's it. Um, and she's like, listen, you're too nice. Your kindness might bring about even greater tragedy. God, yeah. this is uh, such a, a good line. Oh, my gosh. I love this line. For the future stuff that comes, Owens. For the future stuff that comes. Yeah, Anthony, I'm going to tell you, just right now, wholesale, remember this scene. This entire scene. Uh, I'm going to remember that quote for a while. This entire scene. Nope, just the quote. <laughs> remember this whole fucking scene. It's gonna be hard to remember if I don't. If I don't, I already don't remember what happened. Or maybe I'll be so pissed by the end of the series again. I won't care. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Sayaka goes to visit Kyosuke, and they're talking about classical music. Sayaka being just trying to have a good time, and Kid is just like, "Are you torturing me?" God, this is so bad. Wait, who said that? Kyosuke, the kid, the friend, yeah, the kid with the hurt oh, arm. Yeah. yeah. Like you, and that added more to my fucking hot take theory. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay, whatever. I mean, this is just a, what's it called? A um, tantrum or something for the kid. You know what I mean? It's just, everything just bubbles up right now. Yeah. Well, he literally just got told that he will never play again. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> him taking out on his friend that's really helping him, that that's always fun to do. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's yeah, they're young. He smashes his hand on the record player. It's like, I can't even feel this shit. It's never going to work again. They just told me. They told me science isn't there enough. It, it'll it never work again except for like miracles and magic. <laughs> She's like, miracles and magic are real. And Cubase sitting on the window saying like, hey... What's yeah, she's, up? She's a shadow. And I think that's when I was like, all right, now fuck this cat. <laughs> what do you mean? He only has good intentions. No, this is when I was like, nah, fuck this cat. Oh, he's there with the great wishes, Anthony. Like, what's wrong right, yeah, with him? No, he only comes in like times of emotional distress. He's extremely manipulative. He's fucking grooming these young women <laughs> to becoming <laughs> magical girls for his own fucking whatever he's got going on. <laughs> fuck this cat. <laughs> fuck this cat. Hashtag fuck this cat. I know you guys have to be quiet right now, but fuck this cat. <laughs> I mean, fuck this cat. <laughs> uh, Madoka is walking around and sees Hitomi. It's like, hey, what's up, Hitomi? Oh, no, she has a witch's kiss. Uh, she follows her, tries to talk her out of it, and there's a bunch of people going to a warehouse. She mixes, or and someone is mixing chemicals in a bucket, which for some reason her mom was like, hey, never mix these chemicals, you'll die. I mean, that, that's just a valuable lesson, right? Even though I don't know what chemicals they're talking <laughs> yeah, about. What chemicals weird. is it? <laughs> it, just, it was just like they had a fucking pill bottle. And it was just like drugs. No, no. Because there's two chemicals you're not they supposed were, to mix. Yeah, right? but they they were like nondescript bottles. Yeah. Okay. Don't mix this fucking bottle with this fucking bottle. They look exactly the, the same. Family. <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah, here's one a fucking idea. Like, Put some like skull and crossbones on one of them. Like, do the absolute <laughs> fucking bare minimum to separate hazardous materials. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I don't think they're hazardous until you mix them together, Anthony. <laughs> Label them. Doesn't matter. Then they should not be like. The, yeah, no, no. That that means they're hazardous if they if they have the ability to mix with other things. I mean, you know what's also like super hazardous is salt. Salt's like super hazardous, right? Or was that like, am I getting something? Don't think so. Yeah, you're not getting any help from me here. Maybe no. for some hypertension, but that's about it. High sodium levels. I'm trying to think about salt. There's something about salt that's like. It hurts when you put it in wounds. Huh. You guys get back to me on that. <laughs> okay. We'll come check in here in about an hour. Yeah, I'm not going to remember it now, but. Um, <laughs> Madoka throws the bucket out the window and all the zombie people are like, what the fuck? I'm just saying, Madoka, smart, smart. Like, get the thing away from from the people's hands. Good yeah. job. Good job, Madoka. Uh, they try to get her. She goes and locks herself in a closet, which then quickly turns into a labyrinth, which lo- absolutely love the look of this one. Uh, and she eventually starts to get pulled apart, and blue lights uh, hit all the, the things that are, like, just <laughs> quartering her, basically. Or draw- I think that's a draw. Is that drawing or is that quartering? I think what? it's quartering. What, where you pull someone apart from their arms and legs? Oh, okay. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I do like this animation. They they, they change uh, Madoka's animation. I'm not up on uh, medieval tactics. Mm, okay. It's a really good animation. Um, and then, of course, also, it's revealed to be the, Sayaka. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, wait. Also, they're messing with her by um, replaying Mimi's death mm-hmm. in the TVs, which is so... Uh, this whole scene, super fucked up. Like, I was creeped out in this scene. I was like, this is like... Some messed up stuff. Uh, Yeah, Sayaka saves her and is looking like a goddamn Dragon Quest or Fire Emblem character. Yes, he's not. Looks like a magical girl, right? She looks like a. I'm into it, man. I I think she looks cool as shit. She's got a case. I like her. Her outfit's pretty dope. Uh, 
Homura is watching, does not seem happy that Sayaka has become a magical girl. She doesn't think that she warned him not to do. And if <laughs> yeah. you notice, like, if you freeze frame right at, like, two seconds after she kills her first thing, or uh, Homura looks in the back or whatever, you can see the fucking cat just flicking her off. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kyosuke wakes up, his arm fixed. Uh, then we get a shot of a red-haired girl being like, what the fuck? Mommy died and you said I could move into this territory? And Kyosuke's like, sorry. New contract. Now, this is where we're definitely like on some shit. And then she's like, that's fine. I'll just have to put the new girl out of commission. Permanently. <laughs> fucking magical girls are insane. <laughs> I remember really liking Kyoko. Oh. I, we'll have to see how that goes. but And that is the end of episode four. So hit us with those things you've been sitting on. All right. So one, I have to, I just missed because I don't remember when it happened, but there's a scene with Madoka and I think it may have been when they were walking back after everything. I don't know. But (laughs) it was just kind of weird because they had a car drive by on the bridge and it was this tiny ass like fucking smart car, (laughs) but it had like a regular like sound. (laughs) 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 It it just took me out of the story and I was like, really? (laughs) That's like, really we don't know how cars work. <laughs> but uh, that was, yeah, that was kind of funny. And then, um, yeah, so, okay. So, theories, probably not super hot takes. <clears throat> All right, so Sayaka um, and the violin dude, she caused whatever accident to happen. That's why she feels so guilty about things. Um, I think that's, I picked up on that pretty quickly, so I'm assuming that means it's very obvious. <laughs> and then... I thought Madoka was going to get forced into it already. I'm surprised. I wonder if she's going to be like the weird one where she actually like joins without like maybe like seems everyone that's currently alive was kind of manipulated into it via like, well, manipulation. Yeah. Um, Whether it be like they were about to die or like they felt bad, like uh, what I'm assuming Sayaka felt. And then I wonder if like Madoka is going to be the only one that like volunteers for it without having to have that emotional kind of manipulation and that's what makes her like way different kind of thing maybe i don't know but it seems like it's a very big territorial thing (laughs) um which is kind of weird oh no actually no it's not weird because what's her face was like yeah we're gonna throw down if we meet again can i can i add one thing to that If, if i may you may um remember the 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 talk about like the True. I, I I don't remember if this is like the reason or if any of this is expounded upon or whatever. But um, they they, I think it's episode two. They talk about you know the 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 grief hearts basically being the rewards from killing witches, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why they're territorial. That doesn't make sense to me yet. Okay. Um. So why would they be territorial then? Do you think it's not? There's no uh, explanation. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I have uh, my, my, I guess if I had to like go into my head, take a guess, it's just that, uh, mm, so the soul gems, they become not Jimmy. <laughs> not Jimmy, I yeah, believe is a technical term. And then, the, fuck it, I don't know, they haven't given me shit, so I guess just random guess really is just the, uh, honestly, I just kind of related to like just gang activity, like this is my fucking territory, bitch hop off. Okay. It didn't. It didn't seem like location has ever been an issue yet, other than the fact that like you're infringing on other people's shit. Except for the cat, of course, who was like, "Yeah, I gave it to someone, or I gave a new contract," and then she was like, "Well, I guess we'll have to fight." Uh, so maybe it is kind of gangy, where like, um, the more 
like you break off, the more you have to kind of defend on your own and the more chances you are fighting another magic girl over it. And therefore, like, so certain people only carve out as big sections as they can, like, kind of keep under their own wing, you know? So, so, but why, like do, why do you, why do you think that's important though? That they have their territory? Uh, well, I'm assuming then, like, they're, uh, they have to continually recharge their magic or wipe off the fucking stain. Mm-hmm. If I didn't hear what you had said, I would have said recharge their magic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're giving them a lot of like, dude. I hey. truly thought that was so obvious. Not at all, homie. Yeah. Oh, it's not for me. What do you think Hamu's uh, power is? A weapon? Ma- ma- who? Ha- uh, Hamu's the Homura. Uh, possibly the chains. The chains. Okay. You do see her with a shield in the very first scene. That's true, yeah. but she's not like I don't. I'm, she's not goddamn oh, goofy <laughs> running around out there. <laughs> yep. It's not a spoiler if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more curious what Madoka's is going to be. The thing is, making connections, Orange. I didn't make a connection. I said she had a shield in the first scene. You need to fucking yeah, tone it down. Yeah, but you're pointing out the connection. You're <laughs> like, hey, Anthony, you see this connection right here? This right here? You, it's obvious. You should know where it is. Anthony, did I make a connection for you, or did I tell you what you've already seen? Well, you told me she has a shield, and I, my mind just doesn't consider shields a weapon. Yeah, but that's all we've seen her wield so far. Yes. Do you have any guess? Okay. I'm hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Let's say by the end of the series, she mm-hmm. becomes a magical girl. I'd assume so. Do you have any guess as to what her wish might be? Oh, fuck. Nah. Or even um, even like broadly, conceptually, like what it might pertain to. Um, it, The only thing I'd take a guess at was like protecting people. Like, I, I don't know. She was, yeah, I don't know. Because... She doesn't seem to want to be one at the moment, but the only thing she's mentioned, like her only wants have been protecting people. Doesn't seem like her family's at all in the chaos. She wishes to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I got nothing, dude. She could be anything. She could literally wish for cake. Okay. Do you like any characters yet? <laughs> uh, I would say favorite, but... <laughs> I like uh, Hamura. Okay. I think, I think she's... Um, she reminds me of Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine a little bit. <laughs> okay. That's like really, very like hard shell, but protective. That's really funny. And we'll talk about why in about a month. <laughs> no love for my girl Sayaka. Not yet. God damn it. <laughs> well, cause I mean, I don't know. She just, she jumped in the robot. I think a little too soon for me. Whatever. Fuck you. At least well, someone's I mean, getting the robot's the being robot. controlled by a fucking cat. Yeah, well, at least not goddamn Gendo. So I think that I think that shows some some bad judgment calls on her side. I mean, t- we keep like alluding to this fact and glossing <laughs> over it, but I actually think it's super important to the core of the show that basically all the characters are adolescent girls, like yeah. barely into puberty girls. Mm-hmm. And the, the title of the show has "Magic Girl" inside it. Like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I know. I just feel like that's an important thing to point out and like maybe consider with a lot of the themes and what's happening. I don't I don't I don't like where this is going. That's fine. <laughs> Can we shut this down? I'm getting real scared right now. <laughs> um any other takes, questions, thoughts, anything on the first four episodes or anything Madoka, I guess. Okay. Um Anthony, what do you think of it so far? Because you're the only one that can answer this um, question. I would just want to binge watch the fuck out of this real fast. If this is on really? my own. Like, I'd want to get this over with, yeah. What? Why do you want to get it over with so fast? Because I, I got questions and I don't have a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I just want to, I just want to fucking let's go. That's good. So you'd be watching it when we get off today. Uh, so, well, I never would have ever clicked this in my life if it hadn't <laughs> been for this. But since I have, yeah, let's knock this shit out. I'm just saying it, it. It's a hard sell for me whenever I tell my friends, "You got, you should watch this," and they're like, "What is it? It's like it's a magical girl anime," and they say no. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'd be one of them. I'd need yeah. more than just magical girl anime." Yeah, I can't really describe anything else about it. It's to me, it's like Yori Nice. I can't really say, "Yeah, you should watch Yori Nice." They're like, "Why?" Ice skating. Okay, but yeah, we're not watching that. Oh, I would have been like, "Oh, I'd describe that like as a." Beautiful fucking ice skating thing that deep dives into relationships. And- yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing that sold me on Madoka was basically le- learning that it was like a kind of dark take on yes. that with us being and being a bunch of, uh, it subverts a bunch of tropes, basically. Yeah. If someone had just described it to me as a magical girl anime, I would, I also would have said, like, fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of madoka next week we'll be watching the next four if you want to get at us at socials in any way listen after the music for those and hopefully at least by this time our patreon is up and running full steam full descriptions on my part at least one episode on anthony's part otherwise see you next time on my first anime Hey, thanks as always for listening. We decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a Patreon. You can check that out over on patreon.com slash myfirstanime, where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do. Or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh, rating on wherever you get your podcasts, that helps as well. And also, I am winging this, you know, also has wings, Twiddle. So at us, at myfirstanime, and... Other shenanigans. Talk about how awesome I am. That Salvador, awesome monkey. Just really just leave comments about me is what I'm asking for. I'm also plugging, I guess, my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, stmonkey with a zero. And if you want to email us, uh, our email address is myfirstanimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of my cat on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Sir Paper Plate. See you next time on My, my First, first Anime. anime. <laughs> Did it in one. Did Perfect. <laughs>